travel on the Pat Kenny Show. Thanks to Ryanair, nothing quite says I love you like a Ryanair gift card. The perfect gift for couples. Well, Ireland are going to be playing England uh, in the Six Nations. As you know, a lot of fans are going to be twicking and bound. But if they are going to go to the trouble of heading to London, the question is, could they make a bit of a trip out of it? And of course, to answer that question, we have with us from the Irish Independent, their travel editor, Polo Canela. Paul, how are you? I'm good, Anton. How are you? That London as a destination yeah. for a city break or a couple of days, how good is it? Is it worth it? And what do you recommend? I think uh, it's one of the cities I love getting into and getting out of leaving. Like if you can do it, you know, the way if they say if you can leave a party while you're still having fun, <laughs> leave it before you've completely drained your bank account. And it, the fact that it's so close, the flights are an hour now, whatever about the hanging around at the airport and getting to and from the airport. And it really, I really put it up there with Berlin, with New York, w- w- with Paris as one of the great global cities. I love Love that buzz I get when I get onto the tube and you see that sheer diversity around you. The faces, the cultures, the, the noise, the, the just the, the energy rising up out of the first stairwell into the city and you start seeing these iconic sites. And this occasion I got out of Piccadilly and just had Piccadilly Circus around me. And, you know, you have that oomph, that you are there moment. It's not a city you can ever even try to do in a weekend. So what I, I try to, to do myself is book one or two things have a mosey, follow my, my, my nose and just, I love it. I love getting back there. Now, we'll get your recommendations on what those one or two things should be. You mentioned getting to there in about an hour. Yeah. What's your recommendation? Heathrow, City, Stansted? Oh, God. I, so, I, I, I recently learned that Ryanair's most popular route out of Ireland is Stansted. Okay, I asked it just for a piece I was doing. So I said I would go, I, I ended up coming back from Stansted and it does the train to, from Liverpool Street Station, as you know, it's about 40 minutes. Relatively clean, but Stansted's in the middle of nowhere. And lo and behold, I must have been on the only train in the last, I don't know how many months, where it stopped because of a signal fault and I had to jump out and get Ubers. It will work all the time, practically, but it is in the middle of nowhere. And I love about Heathrow is the fact that you're on the tube. It's easy. Uh, so I tend to do that mostly, but Ryanair doesn't go there. So you have to get Aer Lingus or BA if you're going to Heathrow. So the prices tend to be a bit more. City Airport is one other option. City is, when it works, is absolute humdinger. There's nothing like the approach to it. Looking at the city, uh, just come up out of the clouds and you descend right it into the It does the have that feel it. that you're about to land on the Millennium Dome, doesn't it? It's completely iconic. And however, over the years, I've had at least two or three times with flight delays and cancellations there because it's very uh, sort of vulnerable to bad weather. So look, look, and we also have Gatwick. So given all those choices, it's, it's, it's super easy to get to. Now, you talked about being spoiled for choice when you get there for things to do. What yeah. would you recommend a sort of top two or three? OK, so London's expensive. You're going to be hemorrhaging money. You have to use the tube for starters. You can just tap your phone these days to go on the tube. I was tried doing it at Revolut this time. No problem. A free suggestion is the National Portrait Gallery. So that had a huge refurb. I don't know if you know that last year. It, it, £40 million spent on... And it is, it's one of those museums you can spend, say, 40 minutes in and you can see one or two things or you can spend two hours going around. And what I love about it is, yes, you have these iconic portraits you'll remember from your school books. The one portrait of William Shakespeare done from life that will be on the back of his collected plays is in there. You know, the portrait that everyone knows of Henry VIII or Queen Elizabeth. But as you get towards more modern portraits, they start to push the envelope a little and, and ask questions like, why are there so many men? Why are there so many white men in portraits? So many old men. And then I passed the, the portrait, I don't know if you remember it, of Princess Di in her trousers. She got it taken just before her wedding. And it was really kind of, um, 
it was kind of a seminal portrait at the time because it had never been done. She was sitting down, she was wearing trousers and to look back knowing the story that unfolded then, I, I love that. And then we got through to more modern portraits of, of, you know, pop acts, rock acts and so on. I just loved it. And you walk out again, feeling enthused and energetic. And of course, London is one of the best city, cities for galleries and it, museums generally. It is. Uh, Anton, I, went, I walked down the South Bank, went into the Tate, the Tate Modern, also free, the reboot, as you know, of the former Bankside Power Station. And um, it just, that space, the huge old turbine hall, there's, a, there's an exhibition by Yoko Ono, which is paid, but off the free stuff, you can see, uh, there's, you might see a Rothko or Matisse or whatever, but there's also, I'd never heard of this group of artists, a collective called the Gorilla Girls, who, similar to Banksy, ha- operate a lot under Cloak of Darkness and Anonymity, but they'd like to point out how underrepresented female artists are in the world. So they might say, did you know X percentage of the paintings in the Met, for instance, are by men? What's this about and do it in a real street arty way. So there's an exhibition there from them that I loved. I'd never heard of them before. That's what I mean about London. You sort of go and you always come back with something. It plants a little seed like that. You always find something new. But the, the V&A is another one. Also free, also getting a huge reboot. And if you're going with the kids, it, it's young V&A is, now, is, is the new uh, Museum of Childhood now. And uh, it's, it's worth a visit also. So there's a couple of options there that won't cost you. You'll be splashing enough money elsewhere. The one that won't cost you anything is one that, weirdly, I have always wanted to do. Mudlarking. Mudlarking. Here's, OK, so here's the thing. I, I, I didn't, hadn't known what this was. I was walking back from the Tate across the Millennium Bridge, the famous Wobbly Bridge, and I saw about, I'd say, 20, 25 people down, low tide in the Thames with plastic Ziploc bags, bending, bent over, one with a trowel, you know, picking through the stones. And I was going, what is this? And it's mudlarking. So since Victorian times, Londoners have gone out searching the foreshore for trinkets and artefacts. I did a bit of reading about it. Pottery shards, coins, jewellery, daggers, <laughs> chain mail, gaming pieces, all sorts of things like that have been discovered. Now, you can't, unfortunately, simply drop down and have a poke around. You need a permit. But there are there is a trust called the Thames Explorer Trust that you can pay to go on a two hour find with. And just be careful, if you find anything more than 300 years old, you have to report it to the Museum of London. The other thing I imagine <laughs> is you would have to be willing to put up with wading through fairly significant you, gick. You, you might find stuff that isn't quite so appetising, that's true. I didn't think of that. <laughs> what about hotels in terms of cost? Because again, London, as you say, yeah. ain't cheap. Oh God, I left it till two or three weeks before I was travelling to book my hotel and I was absolutely... I, I was kicking myself. So um, it's 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 not doable to find a cheap unless you go hosteling or you go really two star or you start to, to go really into the burbs. But uh, it's uh, incidentally, the average hotel rate is £208 in London versus €180 Euro in Dublin. So it is significantly more expensive despite well, the size. Well, it's, it's more expensive, but it's not completely off the charts. I mean, if Dublin is one, that's only 20 quid in the difference. What's that, 10%? It, well, say once you do the, 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 the conversions, let's say 40. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe no, you're right. Oh, yeah, because that's a sterling price. It is enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One. So what I tend to do with the hotels is I go on booking.com and I look at the location and the prices that are coming up, but then, or hotels.com, but then I'll go to the hotel to try and book directly. And this time I found one called the Strand Palace. Are you aware of that one? Very historic hotel. It's over a century old, 788 rooms, huge volume. But uh, so I, I managed to get a room now. It still cost £180 for a night. But I signed up for its membership fee and I, I got a free breakfast and a complimentary drink thrown in. So it just shows you the benefits of booking direct. 
but that's that's just where I stayed. Delata, the Irish group, has two new London hotels. There's a Maldron in Finsbury Park and there's one opening this year in Shoreditch. So the rates there are from around £130. That's the... the, the, the they give Finsbury you a discount if you show the Irish passport? Does it get you anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> Go in with your, yeah, your green hat on and, and show them that your name is Patrick. It's by the Emirates Stadium, by the way, the Finsbury Park one, if anyone's going to see Arsenal. And then, look, if you have absolute money to burn, there's a, a wave of new high-end ultra-lux hotels happening in London. I thought you might like this one. Raffles has rebooted the war office as the OWO, Old War Office, with, um, and look, there's, there's, there's all the restaurants and the set pieces and the penthouse suites, but it has a bar called the Spy Bar, and above it is an Aston Martin DP5 as a feature above piece, it. yes. By God, you know you're investing in your home decor Have when I you're hanging you? Aston Martin off Have the I roof. S- you won't get in for less than a thousand pounds, I'm afraid. A, a mere foible. <laughs> Travel on the Pat Kenny Show. Thanks to Ryanair, nothing quite says I love you like a Ryanair gift card. The perfect gift for couples.